Hey, Still the Nation, and welcome back to Bud Brother Buddy. And today, I have a very scary guest, manhandling guest, abusing three technique, four technique, five technique, Cameron Hayward. I got some stuff to get off my chest. You wanna open up? Don't talk about my stakes. <laughs> hey, so you back with Bud brought a buddy, and today I brought my buddy, Cam Hayward, under the mask, and uh, he's in Halloween form right now. <laughs> he's, we all know what he's mad about, so uh, we'll get to that in a little while, but we know what he's mad about, and when that topic comes up, we'll let him address the situation. But I want to thank you for coming on the show today, man. So I know you had a lot of stuff to do. You well, know, appreciate it. You know, I had to travel across the world I'm back, but I had to come back for a bug out of buddy, turn this into Cam Carter case. <laughs> <laughs> Let me stop, man. That ain't, that's not even me. That is. All no. right, <laughs> bug out of buddy. Let's go. <laughs> All right, bro. So, who was your best bug? Man, I got a lot of best buds. Uh, you know, I gotta say you, man. We, we've grown over these years. Um, you know, and I just appreciate you, you know, uh, holding down the right side, the strong side. Um, you know, I remember when uh, Coach T switched you from left to right, and I was like, oh, I get the crazy one. But now, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I got bud on my side. You know, uh, you're someone I can rely on someone I can uh, beat up in Bure-Ray. And, uh, you know, we have a lot of fun. Now <laughs> we do. Man, appreciate that, man. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so who is your most influential bud? Uh, influential bud, I would say my mom. Mm. Um, you know, uh, when I look back at what she had to go through uh, when my dad passed away, um, just putting food on the table, um, never have to worry about anything. Um, everybody likes to talk about my dad, um, yeah. and like they assume like he was this high-paid athlete, but like money wasn't like it was how it is now. Yeah, so yeah. like my mom had to continue to work, and uh, you know I just appreciate everything she's done for me, and she's always put me put put our family first. That's great, man. Shout out to mom, mom, mom number one. They never can be replaced. All right, being a captain. Talk to us about the responsibility that comes with being a captain on the team. Oh man. Uh, I've had to deal with my knuckleheads for a while, yeah. but uh, you know, uh, I think being a captain, it's simple to say like, you know, I gotta let my voice be heard and you know, I gotta make sure everybody follows my way. But I think the thing you gotta learn into being a captain is, it's not about what you say, it's what you do. Sure. And you gotta make sure you set the example, but then you gotta have guys who lead as well and let them lead as well. Because just being a captain doesn't mean you're the top, you're the head guy and you don't listen to anybody. It means that those guys believe in you, but you know, you're the guy they look to, but you gotta have other input. You know, mm -hmm. I think I've had to learn that. Um, it's not just my rodeo, it's, it's a group of guys that um, wanna lead, and you know, I just wanna steer them in the right direction. Yeah, that's great. Unanimous defensive captain decision. It can't be unanimous. TJ's the captain too. Both of y'all are unanimous. <laughs> Okay, 
the moment we've all been waiting for. If you get invited to a steak cooking competition, what would you do? A, call to his help. B, call me to help. C, call TJ to help. You know or damn well D, I'm not calling TJ to help. Or D, just tell the judges off the dribble that your steak cannot make the cut and it's trash. First of all, it's gonna be E. I'm about to make a better steak than all of them. I'm gonna settle it straight. I got set up last time. Let me get this right. Put that camera on me. I got set up. Oh, right here? I got set up. TJ told me the wrong steak. These fools had filet mignons. I had a skirt steak. They set me up. So going in, I'm like, okay, I, I don't know why everybody chose a skirt, skirt steak, but I was like, whatever. So I go in and they're like, oh, that looks nice. But then I eat it and they're like, it doesn't taste like their steaks. So there's a difference in steak, man. But this time, I'm gonna find that Wagyu A5 beef, right? We gonna get this right this time. It's gonna be the sauce, it's gonna be everything. Whatever you want. I need everybody to be on my side. These fools have been going on long, to, long enough about who had the worst steak, and it wasn't mine. Vince had the worst. Let's get this out in the open. Vince had the worst. <laughs> Vince was, <laughs> I don't even know if it was cooked all the way. But going forward, Vince is not allowed to cook. But I'm cooking, and I'm gonna win. Simple as that. This man just had a whole campaign speech. Oh, <laughs> vote for his steak. Vote for me. <laughs> Cam State <Hey>. 2020. <laughs> All right, man, I'm glad we got it out of the way. The fans really get to see your side of the story and our side of the story as well. We all The only side that matters. <laughs> We all told him real by steak or T-bones, I mean, or uh, script steak to be. It was a skirt. They set me up. <laughs> to be real. And TJ even goes, oh, that's like roadkill steak. I'm like, bro, you told me that. I'm like, you really just set me up to lose. Good job. I'm, hey, I'm tired of this. TJ. They were scared of me. Good job, baby. They were scared. <laughs> all right, now we got the steak question out of the way. So you being from Georgia, we're both from Georgia. We're both Georgia kids. What right. what's made you choose Oh. Kentucky, I'm sorry, University of Kentucky over UGA. First of all, I ain't going to a basketball school. We play real football at Ohio State. When was the last time y'all made the college playoffs? What made you go to Ohio State <laughs> <laughs> over uh, UGA? Well, uh, sorry about that, guys. You know, uh, you know, Georgia was a Georgia was a, was a good school. Um, you know, I took my, one of my officials there, but uh, for me. Um, it didn't look good there, and <laughs> you could attest to that. I think a lot of guys, it's kind of crazy how many guys we had come from Georgia that didn't end up at Georgia. Yeah. Um, but uh, I took an unofficial to Ohio State, but it was a one versus two game, Ohio mm. State versus Michigan. And I was like, I got to be part of this. This was like prime time. Like, Atmosphere. Yeah, it was everything. And then got, got to talk to Coach Tress and seeing like that, he didn't just care if I was a good football player, he cared if I was a good man. Yeah. And you know, after be dealing with him four years, he was a man of his word, and I'm just appreciative I got to be coached by that man. Most definitely. And that's a big thing that you, when you got kids, you try to think about uh, your um, school that you want them to attend. You want the coaches to be a person that really try to solidify you not only as a good player, but solidify you as a good man as well. And I also had two coaches in my time during school, Coach Stoops and Coach Joker Phillips who also instilled me being more of a man and changing the, the person that I was and, you know, just grooming me to be the best I can. Wait, wait, and, um, so why did you go to a basketball school? 
So your first, <laughs> so what was your favorite? The play offense. So, <laughs> so what's your favorite thing about Pittsburgh? You've been in Pittsburgh for the city, the city for a while now. You you well known around the community. A lot of people gravitate towards you in the city. Mm -hmm. What is your favorite thing about the city of Pittsburgh? Well, like I was born here, so like when I come when I got a chance to come back here, um, you know, being around my family, uh, you know, my my grandma. Um, my aunts, my uncles, uh, you know, it's meant the world. My cousins, uh, just being around them has meant the world. You know, I, I've always loved being in Pittsburgh. You know, I grew up going to uh, the Pittsburgh Zoo. That was like my favorite place growing up. Mm. Um, you know, because I'm a monster and I'm an animal. And I like to be around a lot of animals and it's just what I do. Which animal would you classify yourself as? Man, it all depends on my mood, you know. I could be that lion when I wake oh. up, or I could be that bear when I go hibernating. Yeah. Um, man, I would probably just say I'm a bear, you know. Uh. So what about I said like flamingo or something? What would you have done? Can't do that. <laughs> what about I said elephant or? Mm. Wait, wait, that that's your elephant <laughs> sound? Oh, shoot. What sound do an elephant make? <laughs> See, that was pretty good, right? Nah, that's fine, that's fine. Dang, right. I'm about to creep in here. You I got any water? Hey, man, <laughs> what is going on? What did y'all bring me to? Okay, Cam, so on the animal subject, would you rather fight one lion-sized fly Size fly. Or a hundred fly size lions. It don't even matter. I'm destroying both. Mm. That's what I do. I'm a, I'm a monster. Fam crew, what about y'all? I'm going the fly size yeah. lions. Yeah. Why? Because they're little. They're so? They can't fly. fly. You can step on them. Yeah, you can Get step on them. Or can they fly? Mm, they can fly. They look. They, they look alliance. They can't. Fly. I ain't scared of either. You gotta fight them all. So you got a foundation and a charity called the Hayward House. Yes, sir. The Hayward House has been doing a lot of stuff for the community lately. Kids. Uh, I've been to a couple of events. Yes. A lot of players been to a couple of events. Tell us how it came about and what and, and your passion you have for that. Yeah, came love the kids. Um, <laughs> I'm just playing. For real. You know, uh, Hayward House got started five years ago. Um, you know, for me, I always wanted to give back to the community, but uh, I didn't always know how. And I got to see guys here uh, in my time, whether it was Troy, Brett Kiesel, Aaron Smith, uh, do it the right way and giving back to the community, things they cared about, whether it was their communities back home um, or, you know, kids dealing with cancer. Those things always touched my heart. So I was like, <clears throat> this is an opportunity for me to give back. And I chose to, you know, work with inner city kids um, that are at risk. Um, and, you know, we've done some amazing things over the last couple of years, whether it's, you know, doing, doing a birthday club, you always come out, mm -hmm. they beat you up in Dave and Buster's. Um, <laughs> you know, we've done uh, book bag drives and shoe drives. We do a turkey drive. Um, but we started something really cool um, these past couple of years um, in regards to my dad. Because, <clears throat> like, growing up, we didn't have, he only had one suit in, in high school and college. And our main goal was, 
you know, let's provide suits for young men, whether it's for, you know, prom, uh, job interviews, college interviews, you know, because if you if you feel good and you look good, you're going to play good. And so, so, you know, that's what we've been trying prom. to do. <laughs> and then in the pandemic, we've just uh, we've done some um, different drives. We did a, a bucket drive, a hygiene uh, bucket for each kid at the Boys and Girls Club. Um, my dad grew up going to the Boys and Girls Club, so, you know, we always want to make sure we take care of them as well. That's dope, man. Okay, speaking of kids, you have kids as well. Does that give you an extra boost uh, to come to work, to come to your, uh, in your career, to just make decisions not based on yourself but based on them? Well, it's like twofold. So, like, when I'm here, I got to lock in here. When I go home, I'm already exhausted and I got to deal with those kids and those kids are some monsters. <laughs> Believe so, it. that's dealing with that. But then at the same time, I'm going to work my tail off to provide for my kids. Um, you know, I know my mm -hmm. dad did the same and my mom. And I'm going to make sure I set the right example. You know, those kid, these kids now um, don't always have good role models. And I want to make sure my kids and the people I enter I'm introduced to, mm -hmm. know what I stand for and what I'm about to do. That's dope. That's dope. So when they grow up and they see this, you see he's all in for you guys. Did this get weird? <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Hey, so who was your favorite athlete growing up and why? I'm about to test your Georgia roots right now. Favorite athlete growing up. Favorite athlete? Yep. Uh... It doesn't have to be football, right? Ah, damn. I want it to be football, but you don't, don't got to be football. I'll say my favorite athlete was probably Shaq. Mm. You know, Shaq Diesel. You know, when he was with uh, the Lakers, um, that was my dad and my big brother's favorite team. Um, and so I grew, I grew to like them as well. Um, and they won three of them back to back to backs. And then he went to Miami, got it off with uh, uh, D-Wade, and they won. And man, I'm. I would love to have a, a personality and you know a, a career similar to his. You know the championships um, and the way he's done off the off the court uh, is pretty spectacular as well. That's great, man. Did you implement your game on him growing up playing basketball? Because you were a standout. Oh, so first of all, Cam was a standout basketball player in high school AAU. Uh, played with a couple of guys who are in the league right now. And. Atlanta Celtics team, he was he was pretty good. What other AAU team did you Georgia play? Stars, um, Smyrna Stars. Um, Smyrna Stars. And team Georgia. Team Georgia. Smyrna Stars were elite as well. Elite, elite. My favorite player growing up was Michael Vick. He was the hope that we had. The hope? I thought I was the hope we had. You were. You know, I, I remember <laughs> watching Bud play and play basketball and you know he was very athletic but you know he was one of those guys who foul out really quick <laughs> <laughs> you know he's one of those bud bud chill out chill out you know you go foul out in the first quarter <laughs> but but you know he's he dunking in warm-up so everything's good <laughs> ah, he for real though <laughs> he's straight up <laughs> yeah man hey 14 points, 20 rebounds, and five fouls. <laughs> <laughs> That's my stat line. If I don't get five fouls, I went playing hard. <laughs> Ask about me. He was a defensive player and he didn't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most definitely. So, since Halloween is coming up, man, yeah. uh, what is your favorite Halloween costume? And also, what is your favorite thing to do with the kids for Halloween? Ooh, my favorite Halloween costume. You know, last year, 
we did uh, we did the Avengers, and so I was the Hulk. Um, but we take Halloween very personal in our, in our house, you know, very serious. Uh, this year we're doing Mario Kart. Um, my son's gonna be Mario. I'm gonna be Wario. Mm. Um, gotta wear that yellow. You know, that's what we do. One thing I always enjoy, we, we carve pumpkins and mine always falls apart pretty fast. <laughs> I used to be artistic growing up, but that left mine when I got really good at sports. <laughs> nah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> so when you first, when the coronavirus first came about, they introduced masks. Did your breath stink when you first put that mask on? Did you smell your, did you smell your breath through the mask? Nah. Nah, nah, I got that minty fresh. You sure? Yeah, but the real question is, when you got your mask, were you able to put your nose underneath the mask? <laughs> nah, I had to ask Terrell, brother. Trey Edmonds. <laughs> if he has some extra. If he got an extra mask. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Okay, so. Our last question of the day, man. Uh, could you give us a quote or just a saying that someone influential in your life told you that you kind of stick to every day and kind of live your life around? Man, I don't know if anyone's ever really told me any quotes, um, but there's been a quote I've been listening to lately. Um, One man's uh, ceiling is another man's floor. Mm. And I feel like you know, it, it kind of pushes me, it puts me in the right mind because I know that um, I'm not gauging myself on other people, I'm gauging myself off of what I do. Sure. And you know, you might think your ceiling's there, but I gotta make sure my ceiling's above that. That's and it dope. keeps me hungry and it keeps me humble. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Anything else you wanna add? I'd just like to give a shout out to um, everybody that comes on the show. You know, Buzz doing a great job, man. It, it's, you know, it's, it's pretty special what Buzz doing. But a big shout out to Yensburg. Um, you know, what they're doing right now. Check that out, check that out, check that out. That, that's special right there. You know, it's for a great cause and dealing with uh, uh, kids being kidnapped, as we talked about, yeah. um, and trying to get kids back home. Um, you know, I, I'm very proud of the men we have in this locker room that, you know, find ways to give back. And uh, man, if we can win a Super Bowl, that won't be enough, but having the right people to do it, it's pretty special. That's dope, man. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, shout out to Yensburg. If you get, ever got anything, any questions, go to the Yensburg uh, website, go to the Yensburg Instagram, and uh, you can get the details about the Child ID program and how it helps kids come back home who have been kidnapped and abducted. And, as well, man. Also, I'm gonna give you a, a silverback shirt to give to your your kids. My and kids aren't silverbacks yet. What's you? Yeah, my son is already. He's five years old, but looks like he's ten. Thirteen. So he, you know. Thirteen. Slip. I'm gonna get him in them PG-13 movies already. <laughs> but nah, man. Appreciate you uh, for coming, man. Yeah. Great time. Yeah. Bud brought a buddy. With part Cam one. Hayward. Part one. This is part one, episode one. So we jump him to the front of the line. Yeah. And uh, you know it's going to be a good time. See you next week. Yeah, I'll be back at the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs>